When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog This is the couch gazing at me She's watched the show like a lot of times Who is gonna be chief of surgery? Shana Rhymes wrote the show and it is really, really good. Meredith Grey. Hi, welcome to another episode of Nicole's Grey's Anatomy. I'm so happy that you're here. Hopefully you are having a good, stable day because boy, do we get into it. This episode is all about Ava slash Jane Doe slash Rebecca Pope, which truly an an all-time great, but also just classically bonko arc on Grey's Anatomy. And I am so, so happy that our incredible, hilarious, really cool guest, Io Debri, wanted to talk about her and Karev and the whole, um, I'm going to say mess that this arc is, uh, but a gorgeous mess, a a perfect mess. Uh, So I hope that you enjoy uh, this episode. I hope that if you do enjoy it, that you rate and review it. I hope that you're subscribed. I hope so many things for you. I hope um, you have a good day. And I hope that somewhere out there, Rebecca Pope is stable and happy and has found peace. Okay, here we go. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Nicole's Grey's Anatomy. I am so happy to have another guest who did not know that that was the name of the podcast. (laughs) Because Bowen didn't know that was the name of the podcast, and he could not keep his shit together. And our (laughs) guest today also actually was much better than Bowen, and I hope Bowen is listening. What Bowen did was like unprofessional and not okay, but like what our guest today did was actually like regal and and just and just slightly disapproving. But it was like, I think that's good. Anyway, I'm so excited to have (laughs) I'm on the show. Uh, someone who I just I love her. I love her comedy. She watched Grades for I think like six seasons or something like that, which you gotta give it up. So please welcome Iowa Debris. Hi. How are you? I am awesome. Um, I cannot believe that's the name of your podcast. <laughs> Nicole. <laughs> it's um I don't know, it's dumb, yeah. but also I had no other ideas, no, which means that I'm dumb. And uh, that's fine. <laughs> that's actually something that we're gonna celebrate. Yeah. Oh my gosh. At this point, what <laughs> what am I gonna do? What other options? Give up. Do we have say no. sorry? Never. No. Never. Yeah, I mean, so, okay. Mm. Here's how we start every pod. Tell me. And it's asking you the question, what was your Grey's journey? Love. 
Um, I remember watching the pilot, like, when it premiered. I watched it with my mom. And also at that time, I, I really thought I was going to go to medical school. Um, if anybody's curious, I didn't end up going to medical <laughs> school. Um, I am a comedian that does podcasts occasionally. Um, it's but really, it's, really similar. It's though. so... The thing about it that most people don't realize is that comedy and neurosurgery are essentially the same thing. Totally. Um, and I honestly could go... <laughs> Yeah. Like now. If you wanted to. I felt like it. If we all wanted to, we could go. Yeah. I was really, I like when I was a kid, I was like, I'm going to be like a pediatric cardiologist, you know, like Uh psycho. Um, And so, and so anyways, I'm doing that now is what I'm saying. But um, (laughs) when you think about it, comedy, when you touch people's hearts, isn't that sort of uh, cardiovascular surgery in its own way? Thank you so much for being on the podcast. We actually have to end Oh, it's over? Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no, that's cool. That rocks. Um, so I wa- <laughs> that rocks. That honestly rocks. Um, <laughs> so I watched the uh, pilot with my mom, and both of us were like, "Oh hell yeah! Like this is good. This is good TV." Um, so for a while, we like watched it together, which is kind of like strange because I grew up very Christian, also. So it was like me and my mom having like little horny TV time together. But Aww. you know, sometimes that's what a mother daughter relationship is and sometimes you just have to give it up for that um (laughs) so i watched it with her for a really long time and then i think like you know high school started picking up oh my god uh, i started i started falling off the wagon a little bit yeah and i think also uh, lena waith tweeted black people ride for sandra O." And mm-hmm. I've never felt anything more true and personal than that tweet um, because I really something about me is linked to her. It's like Twilight style, like she imprinted on me. Mm. And so I think I saw her get spurned a little one too many times. And, you know, I, I felt like a lot of drama. One of the things where I was like, I can pop back in when I need to. And yeah, and then after you can always while, come home. And after a while, I, I stopped needing to. But I do know that it's there. Yeah. And so that's... Oh, it's there. Oh, it's, there's a lot there. So what's the last thing you remember? Like, what's the last, like, plot point you kind of remember Christina getting married to the ginger. Oh. But then then it made me not working out. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. That's... That was like a pop back in, though. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a pop back in. Yeah, I was like, that's definitely, like, later than six. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at some point, I'm going to have to do an episode about Owen Hunt, and I'm just going to have to really think about Woof. how I want to handle that. Okay. Yeah. Sounds and that's just a me thing. <laughs> that's just a me thing. You don't, I please, you don't no, worry I mean, about that. No, I mean, if you that. want, like, like, notes or brainstorming help or something, I can... Like, oh, yeah. Send in. No, like, we'll totally... Yeah, my email. Um, yeah, so. definitely. Yeah. yeah. No, cool. No, cool. Um... um Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I can't imagine having a lot to do in high school. So that part you lost me. <laughs> that a bit. was the part I was. You like, lost me a bit of like high school started picking up. I'm like, how? <laughs> with went, what you went to places with people? I, I'm not familiar. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just have to sit in the parking lot of a Seven Eleven. You know, sometimes <laughs> when you just really have to focus on that. Um, yeah, I did go to like an academically geared school. That's so very cool. That's also why in my head I was like, oh, I'm going to doctor. 
Yes. I went to, when I went to college, I came back for winter break and I I told my friends I was like I'm so surprised by like how many people I go to school with have dr- like drank before they got here. Like they all like went to parties and stuff and that's just so weird because maybe it's just because our high school was like really academically geared but like mm-hmm. maybe but like it's so weird like there just weren't parties yeah and my friends had to literally be oh. like nicole oh there nicole. were parties oh. we just weren't invited and i was like uh-huh. oh yeah yeah that'll- like it hadn't <laughs> for someone with astoundingly low self-esteem i just hadn't even considered that there were parties right like i knew that if there were parties i wouldn't be invited to them but i was like yeah it's so weird i mean i guess if there were parties i would have at least heard about that them it's like so... the answer is no okay and that and does that paint a picture that sort of paints it really well <laughs> that paints it really really well I'm super into gray super into alias that was oh, another show in, okay. in high school that i watched a lot i really liked alias yeah. just because i loved the premise of wigs and the ability to put on a wig and just be a different person um i had a book from the so i'm a few years younger than you but i had a book from the scholastic book fair well i just want to you know because you're gonna be like were you in high school go to the scholastic book fair i just want to make sure i don't come off weird already weirder than i already am no you just are coming off uh, youthful okay i'm okay so i'm an ageist so let's just say that first <laughs> okay let's just get that like, let's just get up and running here. yeah if you're not my age <laughs> you're dead uh no uh <laughs> for me that is that is true though i mean i don't know i feel like everyone is either like 23 28 or 32 and i can't process any other ages outside of that yeah. and i just think of you as 23 is that wrong no i am 23 cool and i am 28 <laughs> so and so those are the ages. And once you're not 23 anymore, you will still be 23 to me until mm-hmm. you suddenly transition into in, honestly a year and a half into 28. And then thank you. No, I know that that's true. Those are the only three ages that I like process. Yeah, I just group you into a category. Cool. Even if people are like in their mid 60s, oh, they're essentially I don't see. Old oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no worries. Yeah, no, that's yeah. just my mommy. <laughs> Just my mommy and my daddy. I have no eyes for any other old people. <laughs> You're useless to me. Just kidding. That's the opposite of how I feel. Um, sorry, I just had a moment where I thought about my man, T.S. Tony Shaloub. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean. Good guy. We are recording this uh, four days after I met Tony Shaloub. I am, I think I commented on the picture, sent the picture to you with a DM, liked it, commented on Twitter as well, sort of throttled me. <laughs> I, well, I only became aware in the last couple months that you loved Tony Shalhoub as much as I do. It, I felt it, like I was just in a vacuum. I also. So lonely for such a long time. No, I'm literally here. I mean, should we transition briefly out of Nicole's Grace Anatomy to Nicole and Io's Tony Shalhoub? What, what's your Tony Shalhoub journey? Mine is fully monk. Yeah. Okay. Me too. I mean, like 100%. 100% but also, it, it's actually, I would say mine's like 90% monk, yeah. 10% galaxy quest. I, okay. I love that. Yeah. Um, was he also it. on Wings? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my boy. Yeah, it was like like 99% monk and then like sort of like worked my way 
both forwards and backwards yes. from there. Same. Um, a star on the stage, a powerhouse in Big Night. Um, yeah. Sometimes I'll watch just to like feel cozy. God, I love I he is so cool yeah. and such a good actor. Yeah. I love Monk so much. I love Monk. It really bothers me when people him. talk about shows that I love, such as Grey's, such as Monk. Yeah. It's like Oh yeah, like if I love bad TV. I'm like, no, it's not bad TV to bad me. to say about Monk. It's like ju- it's so deeply evident that you lack taste. Yeah, that you lack class. I think it's well written and I like it, but I also just think that Tony Shalhoub's performance is like virtuosic. I like think yes. it's so yes good. He yes. plays such like this undercurrent of like tragedy. Okay. It's like yeah. desperation. Like yes, he yes, does yes. not want to be the way that no. he is and he and is he that is. way. And he oh, is. God, and I... he brings so much humor and heart to it. And um, honestly, now everybody's starting to hop on him because, yeah. you know, they're realizing because they're watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and, and he like, has a beard and they find beard. him hot and yeah. it's like, well, some of us have been here for, for been 15 years. Sitting freaking <laughs> vigil on this man, on his life and on his career. And you come now just because you see him in a tailored suit and a mustache. How dare you? So at the Emmys, I was like desperate to meet both him and Sandra Oh. And okay. that was like my entire agenda. Yes. It's like I need to meet Sandra Oh. I need to meet Tony Shalhoub. And the way that the um, like the governor's ball, which is like the Emmys sponsored after party, which is just right. across the street on the roof of a parking garage because that's it's LA. Because <laughs> that's hot and that's it's in LA. a big tent. It's organized by the tables are organized by like um, network oh. or studio. Okay. So you have this little key and it's like tables this through this are HBO, tables this through this mm-hmm. are, you know, TBS, TNT. And so I found the key and I was like, I made a, a beeline for BBC America to try to find Sandra O oh at the Killing Eve table. Uh, could not find her, could not find her. And then I couldn't, Amazon was not on the key. And I was Horror. going everywhere, like, where the fuck is the Maisel table, like, Jesus Christ. And it was, it was honestly, I, like, it was maddening. But then I kept, like, kind of doubling back over to BBC America. Right. It being very clear that, like, Sandra O oh was not going. No. She um, brought her parents. I was like, I think that she just didn't come. That's okay. Like, yeah. that's very cool of her to not That's come. actually really cool of her. And I finally came back to my table and I was like, okay, well, I, like, looked everywhere. And I guess I have no idea where Maisel's table is. And... Sam B was like, you mean there? And they were right next to us the whole time. And I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. So Rachel Brosnahan, whose skin glows. Awesome like for her. Uh, it's so cool for her. She <laughs> tagged a facialist in her like, in her like, thanks to everyone who made me beautiful. And I looked her up the facialist being like, oh, I need to do this. And I was like, oh, these are $700 facials. Awesome. Cool. That actually rules. <laughs> the cool thing about when things are expensive is that they actually do work. You just have to have money. That's what fucking is so stupid about, honestly, everything. Yeah. So, so I went over to the table and I couldn't, and there was obviously she had won an Emmy. Like right. there were everyone crowds, there. everyone was crowding around her. And I was like, well, I have to shoot my shot. I can't get a good view to find where Tony Shalhoub is. So I 
went up to Emmy winner Rachel Brosnahan. And I was like, we have a mutual friend. I just want to say congratulations. We do have a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Rachel Brosnahan for 15 seconds, not even making eye contact with her. Just like looking everywhere, being like, where's Tony? Where's Tony? Where's Tony? Went on a whole round again. Came back and Sam was like, where have you been? I found Tony Shalhoub. And I was like, what? She was like, yeah, I told him all about you. And I was like, what did you say? And she was like, Oh, I just told him that um, you're obsessed with Monk, that you wrote a spec script about Monk, that you make videos about Monk, and that you have a statue of him on your desk. And I was like, oh, Sam. Okay. That is humiliating. Oh, she was she like, meant so well. She was like, <laughs> she meant he so left, well. but we took a picture. And, you know, I can guarantee that he's thinking about you in this picture. And I was like, this is so nice. And also, I just... Can't believe you gave those details yep. in that order. Yeah. Like the statue, the statue that I have on my desk at is the that is brutal. Like the field department did a joke that was like, you've won a Tony, but have mm-hmm. you won a Shalubi? And they 3D printed his head. And I had nothing to do with this piece, but they just gave it to me because they were like, she loves Tony Shalhoub. And so that's on my desk. I really am jealous is the word. Well, it didn't feel good at the time. I mean, it felt like it felt I felt very touched that Sam had done that for me, but it felt at the same time, just like, oh, my God, I'm oh, so the Shalubi. Oh, the Shalubi itself. And then the 3D printed. The story itself, I have no envy. Okay, thank <laughs> you. I was like, wow, am I just being an ungrateful bitch? And nope. I was like, no, it was crazy. Nope, I would have died. So then I got, honestly, like 20 different text messages from people being like, Tony Shalhoub is presenting at the WGAs. And you I was like, it. you know what? This is the time. Because I was like, the WGAs are weird. He's a presenter, but he doesn't like have anything to do there. Mm-hmm. I guess I forgot to say that I did see him at the Emmy ceremony okay. in the hallway. He was getting a water bottle out of the vending machine. Classic. And I felt like morally it was not okay to speak with him because his category hadn't gone up yet. And I was like, he's just here to get a water bottle. Yeah, you got to let him. So I took a picture space. of myself in the back of his head. And I was like, hopefully one day I can do better. So then at the WGAs, I... Um, went over to his table. He was eating sushi. I walked right past Amy Sherman Palladino, who I was like, this is rude. <laughs> it's like, she's a big deal. And also I did truly love Gilmore Girls when I was younger. Your and priorities are really powerful. I had to choose one. Anyway, he was so nice. Of course. He was so fucking nice. I tapped him on the shoulder and he immediately stood up to like say hello, which I thought was insane. Like, you would think that he would just look up and be like, yes. It's like, that's literally hot, though. Yeah. he And I told and I told him, I was like, oh, I'm a writer for Full Funder with Sam at the B. And he was like, I love that show. I I met Sam at this. Um, oh, my God. At it's like an you. awards. <laughs> it's you. It's I you. was like, yeah, about that. And I told him, I was like, yeah, Sam, I think told you about me. And she <laughs> said some like, honestly, wild details it was kind of embarrassing and his response was with a very warm smile that is embarrassing Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I was like yes yeah and then I told him that um that watching on tv made me love tv and that I feel so lucky that I get to write for tv and that I'm very like that his work means a lot to me and he put his hand on his heart and I was like and then I started crying and then I made Branson take um, a lot of pictures of us. And then a New York Times photographer took a picture of us and she asked me for my name afterwards for the credits. And I was like, can you email this to me? And she looked stunned. She was like, um, 
Yeah. <laughs> but can you? I was like, okay. She was like, okay, yeah, I guess just um, like write out your email address for me. I was like, great. Imagine like, I'm so <laughs> fascinated when celebrities like post a picture and it's so clearly something that they've Googled and like screenshot. Yeah. You know? It's Absolutely. just like, I want it. I want the file. I want the raw file, dude. I was like, yeah, please, please email this to me. Anyway, that's that's the brief. It's sort of the brief departure. The from journey Grace. within the journey. The journey within the journey. Absolutely. But it does. It is relevant in the sense that I the TV that you watch mm. at that age. Yeah, it does. It does stick with you for a very long time. Yeah. It Unlo- means a lot. Yeah. Unless. You have no memories. Wow. What an incredible transition into who you wanted to talk about for this yes. episode, which is Ava, a.k.a. Rebecca, Rebecca Pope. Pope. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to say that I forgot about her. But when you emailed and was like, yeah, I think I'd like to talk about Ava and Rebecca Pope. I was like jaw on the floor like, oh, my God. Yeah. I. It's such a honestly huge Yes. Huge storyline. Yes. It took so much time. <laughs> it's like a season and a half. Yeah. Which is in Grey's time especially like years. Years. <laughs> yeah. Years and years. Um what made you want to discuss this lady? I feel like I, I was trying to think of the things that like jumped out to me. Um yeah. and like I I was just like, you know, you just got to close the eyes and like whatever comes first. That's beautiful. We'll sort of, well, that'll be the thing. And like, I mean, I don't know, like something out of a a vision. Uh, Elizabeth Reeser. Reeser's face yeah. like flew out. Wow. That's f- fucking scary. Yeah. It was actually really, really, really traumatizing. I'm actually sorry that happened yeah, to you. Yeah, I, it's so, cr- it's like, because that was also the first time that I, met her as like an actor yeah same i forever think that her face is a little weird okay i didn't know if i was going to talk about this but yes okay she you see her face for the first time under the guise that her face has been like reconstructed tragically like yeah yeah that like this is a face that has been like cobbled together right like Like, this isn't a real face yeah yeah for for anyone who needs a slight refresher, there is a f- massive fairy crash. Yes, in season three. Yes, and uh, this is the same fairy crash that leads to Meredith's near drowning because uh, they go to the site of the accident, mm-hmm. do triage, and she gets knocked, knocked into the water. Over. And it's and it's like really I mean, like there's a ton of carnage kind of too. Yes, in yeah. slow mo, it's. Wild, and there is this pregnant woman who Karev rescues. She's like been completely forgotten. They think she's dead. Mm-hmm. She's like underneath a wooden plank. And yeah. She's pregnant. Her face, face is, is just like swollen, done. bloody, yeah. um, hard to look at. Yes, honestly. Yes, and she needs. I mean, just an incredible number of procedures done. She also has a baby that they're trying to like keep in her body, um. and she is. She's on this show for like a, a season, season and a half. Um, and just like not even her procedures, but just to get into what she's what she's been dealing with. Yes. From the Grey's Anatomy Universe wiki. Oh, please. Pregnancy, facial injuries, hypothermia, crush injuries, cardiac tamponade, 
Hmm, sounds like tapping on. I know. Traumatic. I always think that. <laughs> I'm like, yum. Yum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, traumatic precardial effusion, memory loss, memory loss. We'll get there. Oof, orbital bone fracture, facial deformities. So, that, so, so we said facial in- injuries and also facial deformities, <laughs> <laughs> which feels mean. That's literally um, the definition of insult to injury. <laughs> it's like... So good. She hurt her so face good. and also it's fucked up. <laughs> okay, and then we'll tell you where it's fucked up also. Uh, preeclampsia, fetal edema, seizure, brain bleed, hysterical pregnancy. Oh my God, okay. I can't wait to get there. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Acute stress disorder, yeah. underlying borderline personality disorder. Which is also just like... It's like TV personality borderline. <laughs> like, which you are like, a character. Like in TV a borderline show. is like yes. always like. It was like full so civil. much more cuckoo than full civil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I mean, I guess we could just get to. I pulled some clips awesome. of just like <laughs> awesome. the hits. <laughs> wow, that Do absolute you think it's Rebecca cool? Pope hits. We love the hits. The absolute girl. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's what I call Rebecca Pope. I mean, because I guess when you think about Ava, Mm. what you're really thinking about, not really, but like you're you equally have to consider Alex Karev. Absolutely. And it's it's mostly about Alex. It is mostly about Alex. Honestly, I think that's a huge part of also why it was so like deep in my psyche. Yeah. He was a he was a big part of finding out what I was attracted to. Wow. Okay, really? Yeah. So He's like so hot to me. <laughs> there's one shot in in this arc mm-hmm. where he's in and listen, I know this is not what we're supposed to call this t-shirt, but he's in a wife beater. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he his arms are big. Yeah. But his body is taut. Taut. And yes. I was like Ooh. Oh yeah, underneath scrubs is this guy. Yeah, doctors can be hot. <laughs> That's yeah, let me the say main one moral thing of, for of... you, freaking close-minded individuals <laughs> listening to this pod. Doctors can be hot, and that's a and that's a ding dang fact. It's yeah, it's uh, definitely the rule rather than the exception Ugh. on this show. Yeah, I mean, Straight so up, Karev, just looking at a gif of him right now. Are you really? Yeah. What's he doing in the gift? Just smiling. Oh yeah, that's him after he gets smart. older and he's got a big head. I know, but even he's, then, he's definitely was always a prime candidate for big head. You know how? Like, no, no, no. You can see like, it because his neck is particularly white men. Their heads just get huge. Well, like a John Travolta head. It's just like he's it's not tough. Is he? Is he white? I thought I, he was an octoroon. Uh, can I say that? <laughs> can you call people those anymore? I have to tell you, I genuinely don't know. I, I will up. say that's the first time I've ever heard someone say it out loud. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm. I love calling people that. Um, and that's sort of something that I'm working through. I thought he was a nocturne. Okay, and if and then if the fact is that he is just white, then that even more cements like the trauma that I was talking about when I was like, this is what I'm attracted to. Oh my um, god! Wow. Yeah. Okay. So the first Tragic. clip that I pulled okay, is spicy white. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, okay. spicy white. But you know, so, like a Rita Ora, a Dua Lipa, a Pete uh, Davison. Okay. The type of 
white people who look like maybe they're mixed with something. But actually, they're not. They're just a little spicy. In, in some of these examples you've given, makeup plays just a massive role in what you're describing. I think Rita Ora is like, she's like, <laughs> she's like spicy looking. <laughs> like when I first saw Rita Ora, I was like, what? Which which also might have to do with like her music. But okay, yeah. I, for the longest time, was like, she has to be mixed with something. And turns out she's just Albanian. And Dua Lipa is British, right? Yeah, but which also... Is, which really complicates things But for also me. Albanian, I think. Wow, okay, so we're learning a lot about what <laughs> what kind of disrupts your racial... <laughs> your racial radar. And it's, uh, and it's Albania. And, it, and it's truly just the country of Albania. Absolutely. Or wait... The one that starts with a K. Kurokov? No. Kosovo. Okay. Anyways, um, you had some clips. <laughs> this first one. Kosovo. Which is honestly not as interesting as what I'm watching you do right now. <laughs> is Woof. is Kurev helping the, the Jane Doe at, at this time mm-hmm. decide which of the... F- which face she'd like. Love. And Kriv, who mostly like has this relationship with with her in like secret. Like yeah. it seems like the other doctors aren't aware of like how close they're getting. Yeah. He, you a lot like of are, eye, a lot of eye work. Yeah, you're like seeing this other side of him. So okay, I'm gonna pull that. Yeah, up. this was where he really got like gentle. How you doing? How am I doing? I'm freaking out, Alex. That's how I'm doing. I can't do this. I can't pick. I can't. All right. Okay, uh, well, let's uh, let's meet the contenders. All right. Uh, let's see. This this is Maggie, married our high school sweetheart. Has two kids, boy and girl. Loves being a mom. You know, coaches her daughter's basketball team and makes an insane banana cream pie. Banana cream pie. That's my favorite. So shut up. And this is. Elizabeth, graduated from Northwestern. Met her husband at a political rally where they got arrested and fell in love. She's all angry and fired up, but everyone forgives her because she means well. Ah, ah, this one. This one's Ava. She's funny, she's tough. A little neurotic sometimes, but you get used to it. You can tell she's, she's been through a lot in her life, but it's only made her stronger, you know? Huh. Um, it's just, you know... It's really psychotic. I forgot, <laughs> one, how strange to look at she is with... <laughs> I feel so mean, but... But how... with the It's a little... It, like, is strange. And then also, like, looking at those 3D... Construction renderings look the same. They all look exactly the they same. Look exactly. They the all same. look like Elizabeth Reeser. <laughs> and also like it's weird, like knowing that Karev is like making up these women and that he's like, oh, this is the 3D woman that's hot to me. Yeah, he definitely like leads her to Ava. Yes. And also Elizabeth feels like a read on me. As someone who went to Northwestern, I'm like, bitch. Damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's and that's you. <laughs> And that's like, you. Oh, so that's what you think of us? 
that we go to political rallies and meet husbands. Meet husbands there. That's You're probably, right. That's probably true. You're right. But why should you think that? <laughs> it's like mm, okay. Yeah, I mean, what an insane, what an insane Damn, start. Poor Ava. Yeah. Slash Jane Doe. Slash. Slash No Face Girl. Slash Rebecca Pope. Slash Rebecca Pope. Spoiler. Honey. I mean, okay, so then the next Slash clip. Slash Shannon. Shannon Marie. Okay, so that's the next clip. <laughs> that I yes. So <laughs> they like take pictures of her yeah. and these parents come and they're like yep that's my daughter that's shannon marie psycho and then the mom is like that's not my daughter and leaves and doesn't tell her and then karev has to do it and that's the clip i pulled oh thank you solitaire my dad taught me that sounds so weird my dad good weird though so, you and the redhead gonna let me go home? Or are you too busy making eyes at each other to even ask? What? Ava. No. It's Shannon. It's not. Listen, My name is Shannon. Not. Shannon Marie. I'm sorry. Those are supposed to be my people. I belong with them. Alex, I'm supposed to go with them. Your people, we don't even know where they are yet. You don't want to find them. You want to keep me all to yourself. Well, here I am, your pathetic captive audience. Isn't it sad that I'm the best you can do? Ava. My name is not Ava. You made it up. It's not me. Get out. Get out. You want to keep me here? I'll do it. I actually won six Emmys for sound mixing, Grace. Yeah. I think in that interaction, I am team Ava. I think I am. I'm leaning Ava for sure. She's traumatized. And it is true that Alex did make up the name Ava. It's not. That's not. She's just saying facts. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> it oh my is, gosh. It is like so psycho though. Like the fa- like the family was psychotic. Yeah, I mean, it that's like a form of abuse. Yeah. But it's so it's so crazy because in this time we're also supposed to be- like the line that kind of makes me laugh is yeah. that she's like she doesn't have any memory None. memories of herself and that's like you know that's tra- its own that's thing. drama that's yeah. her thing <laughs> that's her thing yeah you know how some people like have a thing her thing is that she has like total amnesia that's so true but i think it's so funny when she's like my dad taught me that Ugh, so weird to say that my dad <laughs> like <laughs> i think you know what yeah. dads are you know, and you like right. know that you had a dad like it would it's so no. It's so it, it is like make, that. Like part really makes me. Laugh, it is like though. I'm not other. I'm not like other girls. <laughs> I'm not like other girls. I have. Ugh, I can't believe I'm saying this. A dad. <laughs> okay, this is so crazy. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm the only one who has a parent, and they <laughs> he taught me stuff. It's literally whatever. I can't even get into it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My parents like were there when. 
I hate that I'm getting emotional. But the, like when I started wa- when I started walking, what <laughs> walking and talking? Shut up. Yeah, like I learned how to talk because I um like heard them use speech. Like, yeah. Wait, I love, it's so no, weird. I love that. I no, know, no, no, I love I, that. I totally for you. get if you think I'm like such a weirdo. No, I, I. Okay, can I? I. I don't know. It just like makes me feel so weird talking about it. No, we'll say it. I um, I've been like breathing lately. What? So like pretty much. I don't know. I feel like a lot of girls don't do this, but like I breathe actually is like sort of. I don't know. It's like my thing. Um, and sometimes I'll just like inhale, and then when I'm finished with that, I'll exhale. Okay, that's so weird. You are like such a guy (laughs) (laughs) and that's just what makes me me you want to know the sentence that just came into my head what men breathe and girls are planes (laughs) (laughs) oh my god girls are planes and men they breathe (laughs) jesus you think about it aren't all girls really just like planes a girl Every girl's like a plane. <laughs> I'm imagining this on like <laughs> Tumblr. Like there's like a picture of like a beautiful sky and it's like in script written over it. Yeah. In like, in, uh, in, yeah. In like mm. clouds. Script. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. It's like, wow. I can think of. It's my favorite Rupee Cower poem. <laughs> <laughs> you really- were a man just breathing it, but you didn't realize that I was the plane. <laughs> Go off, Rupee. <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> okay, the next clip that I pulled is when she tells Alex that she wants him to give her a reason to stay. Ooh. Do you remember this? I remember. Oh, that was the other thing about that last clip. It was classic Chandra. I mean, Shonda, whoa. Classic Shonda mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Everybody needs their people. Everyone does need their people. Yeah, this is actually, I mean, speaking of like Shondalogs, this is like an extremely mm. classic Shondalog. Yes. And it's really nice that they gave Elizabeth Reeser this because it's like she has had to wear this like horrifying prosthetic makeup. So for even so in many the episodes. scenes where, where there's like, oh, she looks good. Like there's a little bit of something. You know, there's that one episode where she takes her coverings off after the surgery yeah. and she smiles and you're like, oh, her oh, teeth are still so growing gr- back in. Yeah. Like, it's- <laughs> she's like all gums and you're like, this poor girl. Wow, like Damn. acting is crazy. Elizabeth really took one for the teeth. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Someone had to do it. And she did a good job. Also, she got paid. I, I do like to think about how, like, God, that's, like, such I a know. good gig. She got paid it such good really money. It really is, though. Like, I look at her face and I'm like. I'm like, oh, yeah, surgery did that. Oh, right. All of this is constructed. These are all, like, pieces of somebody else's face. I know. That was, like, and in that way, the casting, Betsy Beers. Three cheers. Three cheers. Three cheers, three cheers, cheers for, beers. for beers, baby. <laughs> three cheers for beers. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I like the suit. The suit is way better than the scrubs. Thanks. Hey, uh, I passed my intern exam. Good. Yeah. That's good. I got discharged, me and the baby. Oh, come on. You just you just had brain surgery. You're still you're still on antibiotics. My body's been signed off on by Plastics, cardio, orthopedics, neuro, and OB. And I'm also my teeth. Got the blessing from, wait, I can say this, prosthodontics. Yeah, but they're still your memories. You know how I know my memory's fine? Because I can say prosthodontics. Yeah, but the baby. Discharged by Pete's. Yeah, but. 
have every reason to go. And, I, and, and, and yeah, I'm scared. And yeah, this is this is moving at warp speed. And yeah, I'm freaking out. But Jeff is good. And and Jeff is the father of my child. The man is out buying a car seat right now. And the minute he gets back, I I have every reason to go, because medically, there's no need for me to stay. Medically. Oh, yeah. Okay, well then I'll just check the chart and we'll see what uh, what might. Uh, what? Are you? What, I, I, do I do I have to spell everything out for you? I mean, did did you sniff too much glue as a child? I'm asking you something here. What do you want from me? I want. I want you to give me a reason to stay. A real reason. I mean, Jeff's. Just decent guy, a good decent guy. But to him, I'm Rebecca, and I don't know if I am Rebecca anymore. I, you know me. You you knew when I couldn't even speak who I was. You you named me Ava, and I was more me as Ava than I'll ever be as Rebecca. And look, I I have every reason to go back to my life, and I will. Unless you. Alex, I'm asking you to give me a reason to stay here. A reason from you. Jeff loves you. He's a, he's a decent guy. Alex, give me a reason. And he goes. And he goes. Uh, you know, you see flashes of her crazy in that. Mm-hmm. But at the time, you don't know you don't what know. you're getting. No. Where she's like, I was more me as Ava than I ever was as Rebecca. And you're like, this is. That's not that's good. A problem. That's actually And when she's bad. like, you named me. I'm like, oh. It's yeah. A, it's a speech. Honey. I mean, we skipped over the part also that was like cuckoo where she withheld her identity from Alex because she didn't want to go back to her husband. She mm-hmm. was like, I remembered. I have a husband. I left him. He's boring. It's like crazy that at the time you're kind of like, okay, this is wrong. Yeah. Well, there's actually literally a line where she's like, he's like, well, I'm going to tell, you know, whoever the like, yeah, you remember. And she goes, really? Like, you don't even know what my name is. It's my word against yours. You're like, Poof. Yeah, yeah, that's she, not. Yeah, it wasn't. It was. There was. There was problems in the in the soil for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then we like don't see her for a really fucking long time. Like, uh, yeah. She shows up next season, baby. Next season shows up, has sex with him, and then he asks. She is like, I want to see you do a surgery. I want to see you do a surgery. <laughs> And he puts her in scrubs and puts her in the gallery and he gets suspended for a week because he's a dumb dumb. You can't do that. You can, first, yeah. First of all, you can't do that. But also <laughs> Sloan looks up and he's like, I made that face. <laughs> Why is she in the gallery? And he suspends him for a week. Uh, Sloan. And then she like, he like yells at her and he's like, you're playing dress up. Where's your baby? Where's your whatever? 
It's like, well, you kind of just, I mean, you kind of just, but also fair. It's all, here's the thing that's so cool about the show is that everyone is flawed. That's true. I know that you're joking, but, but I actually also, love no, that. That's, it's like, it actually makes for really good TV. It actually yeah. it makes for good, good TV. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, what I, I do think that like the decline of Rebecca Pope is done in a way that like weirdly feels like it makes sense. No, it's it's like so true to the show. Right. It's like weirdly so true to the show. Like she like and it's like it's like it's maybe Alex's fault that he like mm-hmm. created an identity for her to inhabit rather than just being like, you need to choose your own face. Like this is your thing. This right. is your life. And he was like, Ava, she's a little tough and flawed, but she means well. And God it's like, damn, she's hot. She's <laughs> Hot. She's, She's a little bit of a freak, but God, I would fuck her. <laughs> so, anyways, what face do you want? Yeah. So, anyway, do you want the one that's um the soccer mom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Alex yells at her and is like, "You're playing dress up." Mm. And then that's when things really start getting, I mean, crazy because she tells Alex that yes. she's pregnant. Yes. And she's not pregnant. No. But. You start to learn that she like, she like actually thinks that she's pregnant. Right. Where she's like, not like doing it to trap him, which is the accusation on the table. <laughs> you almost wish it were that simple. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna pull up the clip where I'm gonna pull up. It's it's two clips in one episode. It's nice. when she. <laughs> yeah, I mean not to brag, but it's like two clips. It's kind of two clips. It's kind of two clips in one episode. I don't know. Where this is now the next season. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, been sleeping with Alex and you don't know, like, what the end game is. Right. And then she comes in and she talks to Izzy, who's her doctor. And Izzy knows she's not pregnant, but Izzy can't tell Alex because of HIPAA. So she can't be like, hey, your girlfriend's lying to you because of Dr. Patient Confidentiality. Okay, here we go. Dr. Mark Sloan. I used to be a patient of his. Rebecca? Where have you been? Hi, Izzy. I've called you and left like 50 messages. You seem kind of upset. Well, you're not pregnant, first of all, and Alex has been turning his life upside down to be your baby daddy, and I can't tell him because of confidentiality. So yeah, upset. You can talk to Alex about anything. I want him involved, and I am pregnant. You kind of know. Okay. So if you're not trying to trap Alex with a fake pregnancy, you won't mind if I do another test just to be sure. Trap him? Are you out of your mind? I'm pregnant. And that's a good thing because I want this baby. I've always wanted a baby. You have a baby. Of course I do. I mean, I want another one. Do the stupid Ooh. test again. It'll be fine. And I need to see Dr. Sloan. Can you help me with that? Oh, yeah. And I okay. yeah, so forgot. She, like, goes to Dr. Sloan and she is like, wants a boob job and she's like it doesn't match the face and you're like ah! things are wrong really good uh partner work also by Katherine Heigl who like is like uh oh wait a minute she crazy but you know yeah. realizes very very very, very yeah privately she's mm-hmm. like privately like wh- what yeah yeah and then this scene I actually think even though like it's such a train wreck <laughs> you're like oh oh no Oh no. Oh no. Negative. Look, okay, that's your uterus. There is nothing in there. 
No fetus, no sack, nothing. But it's too early. It's tiny. You can't see anything yet. What the hell are you doing? I used you 20 minutes ago. Rebecca, look. Okay? This is a fetus at six weeks. Right? It's a tiny spot, but it's there. You can see it. Look at your uterus. There's nothing there. Nothing. Get out. There's a chart note from Dr. Sloan. I can get a psych consult for you if you want. Just get out. What? There's no baby. I lost the baby? No, you, you weren't pregnant. If you had been pregnant, your beta HCG level would have been elevated. It's zero. You didn't miscarry. There never was a baby. Rebecca, you're not hearing me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I lost our like really brutal. Shh, it's okay. You're gonna be okay, right? A lot of pressure from an acting perspective where it's oh, like yeah. we need you to have an absolute breakdown and it needs to under no circumstances look fake because otherwise it'll completely right. change the meaning of this truly, moment <laughs> truly it's yeah like you actually have to like sorry your reality right now is just based on nothing hey can you do me a quick fave and mm. fall apart <laughs> okay yeah and make it really visual and undeniable sure okay and um, um thanks so much yeah no, wor- <laughs> no worries yeah thanks okay sorry and I- i'm shonda rhymes Okay, yeah, thank you, Shonda. I am, okay. Um, Well, off to go have my year of yes. (laughs) Yeah, that scene is um, so hard to watch. The performances are really good. Elizabeth, baby, put in the work. Yeah. But it's like, it's- put in the work. Yeah, here's the thing about Elizabeth Reeser, honey. (laughs) MVP. Yeah, it's- absolutely brutal and then honestly after that it gets even worse she pees herself she goes into a catatonic state she like pees herself at home like she's like i think i had an accident like she's in a deep deep depression can't dress herself yeah and then she slits her wrists and those are my last clips you know yeah when I think that this is like actually also an amazing Izzy arc because what's yes. going on for Izzy right now is she feels really left out by like I, I forgot how much of a thing it is in the early seasons where she feels really left out by mm, uh, by Christina and Meredith's yeah. friendship. And she's like, you guys just have your little duo and like no one can like come into your world and that's fucked up. And I really relate to that because I feel left out all the time. Mm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that would actually make me feel horrible. Mm. And then George is such her- a horrible first like. Yes. Year, I mean, few seasons. You know, totally. Rough. Yeah. And then George is her best friend, but he's now married to Callie, and then now she's in love with him. Yeah. That's truly a disaster. no, yeah. No one, no one would want that for anybody. And then Karev is going through this, and so it's like, who does she have? There are like she's completely by herself, and so I actually think that this, where this scene where she's in this this like last episode mm. with um with Rebecca Pope. It's such a good, yeah. It's such a good, a good, accurate emotional display of like what that must be like to be like, God, I'm actually about to 
isolate and make upset like maybe the only, only person, person who I have an yeah. option of being friends with right. and like it I have to do it because the situation it's is the right so fucked up yeah yeah so in the previous episode she's killed she's tried to kill herself Ugh. and Karev has brought her into the hospital and is just like wrapping her wrists and she's in her pajamas soaked in blood and looks I mean she looks horrible yes. she looks very very sick so this is the first oy, oy, oy. this is the first part So I'm almost benched, then we're gonna move to the other one, okay? Okay. I prescribed her alprazolam and clonazepam. Cycle be down within an hour, but I thought it'd be good to have something to keep her calm until they get here. She doesn't need any drugs or any psych. She needs a psych consult to be admitted. I'm not admitting her. You're not taking her home. I was watching her every minute until you called. You shouldn't have to watch her every minute. You're not on today. So she was admitted under my name, which means I get to decide the treatment plan. She needs to be put on a hold. So Damn it! Would you leave us alone, you stupid bitch? Oh. And sometimes acting is choices. God, it's awful. And then, she, but then, thank God for Izzy. She, she brings down the site console anyway, mm -hmm. and then it's like this really tough scene. God, it's just the hits keep coming. You know it, I know it. Rebecca, this is Dr. Shapiro from Psych. He's gonna be examining you. Is. He's gonna ask you a few questions while Dr. Karev and I talk. Alex? What did I tell you? She's my patient. I decide her treatment plan. I am not releasing her without a consult. If you try to take her out of this hospital without my okay, I will call the police and have you arrested. You can't have me arrested. Try me. Look, Iz, you're worried. I see that and I understand, but you're, you're being a little unreasonable. I've got this. No, you don't have it. I have it. I'm taking her home. No, no. What, are you gonna bodily restrain me? I will if I have to. Are you gonna hit a woman? I will if I have to. Alex, she's sick. She needs help. You cannot possibly give her. I can take care of her. No, you can't. You have no idea what you're doing. You could do more damage by taking her home. Look, I can take care of her. I've done this before. Alex. Look, she's just going through a bad patch. People go through a bad patch. All right? I, 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 I can feed her and I can, <sighs> I can change her and I can bathe her and I can watch her. Until the bad patch is over, I can take care of her. Look, I took care of my mom and I can take care of her. <sighs> Okay, so You've done this before. I've done this before. Yeah. I have done this before, Izzy. But I was a kid then, and I'm a man now, so I'll be better at it. I have done this before. Stop. You don't have to say anymore. Yeah, I mean, not good. It's honestly, like, a really good acting moment for correct like he like looks yes. like a baby he does he like and literally like, like reverts now. to like a child yeah yeah oh my god i also just realized uh, so um yesterday mm. i we recorded an episode with lana ben about meredith gray and we were talking about her growth and we were talking about when she remembers that her mom killed herself tried to kill herself yeah by slitting her wrists in the kitchen mm -hmm. and i totally fucking forgot that the whole reason why she has that she remembers that is because she comes home after a day from work and mm -hmm. she comes into the kitchen 
And there's the bloody knife and all this blood on the floor of the kitchen because Ava had tried to kill herself there. And she has this flashback and she has this memory of cleaning blood off of the floor. Oh, that's You know what, baby? That's a Shonda. De, oof. That's a classic. Classic. A Shonda. Shonda, um, Shonda classic. <laughs> As they say in, As they say in France. France. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They like her a lot. They like her a lot there. It's actually concerning. <laughs> and then, okay, so then the last clip I have is just the last time we ever see Ava, which is that she has been admitted to psych. And we kind of get this, like, confirmation that, like, she is not well. Yeah. And, uh... Nice to have it confirmed. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of brutal, particularly because of what we end up hearing mm. from Alex, which is this. I uh, called your husband. He says he took the baby and left you two months ago. He says... You have something called underlying borderline personality disorder. Which means you were fragile to start with, so this... This has probably been coming on for a while. Probably since your your accident. And they changed your face. I helped change your face. You couldn't. You need help, Rebecca, and I can't give it to you. So you're gonna stay here tonight and tomorrow. Tomorrow they're gonna transfer you to a psychiatric facility. I think that's better. I know how hard it is for you to trust people, and I want it to be someone you could depend on. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. You tried. Yikes. I mean, not... God, that's, I mean, that's the twist of the knife where she goes, I know it's really hard for you to trust people. And you're like, yeah, it actually kind of was. It's pretty, pretty brutal. It's actually Sort of being like, and I wanted to be that person for you, but there was literally no foundation for that to rest on. Oop. Yeah. Oop, I forgot I'm actually mentally ill and went through an extremely physically- traumatic yes near death experience yeah. also just like Karev being like I helped I helped change your face change your face which is like all right like I mean given the circumstances uh, yeah it was your job truly yeah can't get, you do you know. at this point want to be a plastic surgeon okay so can't get mad at that can't get mad at ambition this is Grey's Anatomy yeah <laughs> wow I mean when you watch it all in a row you're just like this is a tragedy you yes. could literally pull out her plot line and it's like oh just a straight Greek tragedy yeah no straight tragedy and trauma but um also you know has has anybody no one's talked about denny yet, right that's just making me think of izzy oh yeah in a well, pd world 
Yeah. I mean, well, what's crazy is also this is like, this is the season four finale mm-hmm. that we just watched. It's the season two finale where Denny, yes. where Denny dies. And it's season three where you like see Karev get close to a patient. And it's like, this must be so recent in your in the collective hospital's memory right. that like this did not go well last time no, you got like super ex- close to a patient truly why would you expect it to go well this time I know uh, and she's yeah oh man they're so smart but they're also ultimately hot yes that makes it dumb that makes it dumb <laughs> oh my gosh I'm so glad that you you brought this to the pod because what an arc. I know. I really feel like tired again, just remembering <laughs> every single thing that happened. I know. And it's crazy because almost all of the scenes that we watched are like just Karev and her. Yes. And it's like, yeah, I mean, that just is something that he has to hold on to. Like, that sucks. <laughs> that, oh, sucks. Well, wow. That, yeah. I, we didn't watch the clip, but one of the other like insane clips is when they don't know who she is and they're and she has a brain bleed and mm. they're like stimulating different parts of her brain to see like what is being impacted by the brain bleed. Mm-hmm. And she starts speaking in all these different languages. So sad. And they stimulate a part of her brain. She starts talking in French and then in Spanish and then in German. And they're like, who is this bitch? So sad. And then also that does never come up again. No. We never get an explanation. No, there's no explanation for why. Quadrilingual. Yeah. yeah. Even with Jeff coming back, it like doesn't clear anything up. Yeah. The husband has like a really unfortunate line where he's like, like Karev is kind of like, are you, you're going to like get back together with her? Like you didn't even look for her when she was missing. He's like, yeah, I didn't look for her when I was missing. But even worse, I didn't know she was like when she was with me. I didn't know she was there. So buddy, dude, like a a one police report. (laughs) Like one. Yeah. she's She was missing. Yeah. That is Looks what she like, was. Yeah, but when she was next to me, <laughs> I felt like she was missing too. <laughs> uh, I think it might be time for us to transition into the final bit of the episode wow. where you do a little Shonda log. Oh my gosh. A Shonda log is a Shonda Rhyme style monologue mm. where you're addressing a person and there is one kind of thesis sentence that mm-hmm. starts and ends and honestly might come up a couple times in the middle. And you can do this based on something in real life. You can do something that, you know, just in the world of Grey's Anatomy could drop right in. But, uh, yeah, the only really rule is that you got to you gotta have one line that really carries you through. And we'll each do one because yeah. I think it is rude to make people do this for me, <laughs> to me. Thank you. But you can decide if you want to go first or if you want to go second. Um, I'd love to listen to your Shondalog. Wow. Okay. Wow, what will I Shondalog about? Oh, I also forgot that I do play a song underneath because nice. that's crucial. And I just <laughs> choose a song and sometimes it is not right vibe-wise. And then we just um, choose something else instead. And nice. That's okay. Hmm. This... Wow, Haley Steinfeld, that's not going to be the choice. Hmm, something called called uh, Swans. Sounds okay. potentially promising. Yeah, that's, that's, that's great. Was it Haley? No, I deliberately did not do <laughs> okay, a Haley nice. Steinfeld song. I didn't feel like that was going to be the vibe. Hmm. I feel like I remember what this is from, from an episode. <laughs> I have to focus though on my chandelier. I knocked on the door. Lost in my 
I went to your house and I have been there so many times before. And every time I'm there, I always think that I know what I'm going to get. So I knocked on the door. I sat on the swing, that same swing that you proposed to me on. That swing that doesn't mean any of the things it meant to me three years ago. And when I saw you through the window, I knocked on the door. And you've been asking me for years to come over. When I finally knock on the door, you're in there with her? I'm not going to knock on the door again. And if you come and knock on my door, I'm not going to answer because I am worthy of more than a knock. I'm worthy of a ring. And until I get that, until I get that with an apology and the things that you promised on the swing and when I was the person through the window, I knocked on the door. That's my shonalog, baby. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's it's a rhythm. Okay. And it's a lifestyle. And it's a lifestyle. <laughs> and it's and it's just a way of living. And okay. I come away from it being like, was I engaged? Yeah, it's very, it goes very <laughs> Oh my deep. God, did I see him with her? Who's, who, who cheated on she? me? Who is she? Who cheated on me and when? And can I kill him and, or do I hire someone? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my gosh. So that was called Swans Oof. by someone named Uncle Bob. And I, this is very important. Uncle is spelled U-N-K-L-E. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. You knew, you knew. Mm. Okay. You just feel something sometimes. What about some a song for you? Um, we'll do this one. It was more than just a picture. What I needed from you, what I gave to you for so many years, if you thought it was just about a picture in that moment, then I, then I am sorry. I'm sorry that when when I watched and when I labored and, and when I told everyone how much I loved you, when I gave my all to you, I'm sorry that I couldn't paint how, how much I loved you and how much I would do for you. Tony, it wasn't about the picture. It was about letting you know the person that you made me. And maybe one day, when we're off married in our separate houses with our separate spouses and our separate lives, with our own beautiful families hung up on the walls, maybe you'll look and you'll remember 
You remember what we were. But until then, I'll stand here and I'll take this picture with you. <laughs> so psycho. Oh my God. So sort of that was like a little method treatment where I sort of like was you maybe or maybe yeah, me. Yeah. I loved that. And I also feel like even the song took a different a different turn. turn. So that's sort of like I sort of like <laughs> heard the beat drop and I and I was like, all right. But I do feel like that also is like a brand of Shondalog where like it's like the empowering mm. Shondalog. It's not like the the devastating one, but it's like right before someone's like breaks up with someone yeah, for yeah, good. Yeah. Like I feel like that happens on the show Very like, too. Yeah. It's like I I don't know. Carrie like, Carrie Carrie Washington gives a lot of those. Yes. That's like I yeah. feel like that was like a like a Cali style, mm. like like Shondalog, where she's like, you know, like the people who run the Grey's yes. Twitter account would show a gif from it with the caption, mic drop. Nice. It was that type oh, of Shondalog. thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> um, definitely a later season one. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not much made it. sense there. but No, yeah. it was perfect. It was perfect. Hey, thanks. Oh, hey. my gosh. Thank you so much for... Coming and talking about Grays, about hey. Rebecca Pope, Oof. the woman with the Jane Doe. The Jane Doe, many faces and the many, many minds. The many faces, many minds, four languages, Ava. <laughs> yeah, well, oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Thank I had so you. much fun. I had um, so much fun too. Where can people find you? Um, so bravely, you can find me on the internet. Ah, ah, I know. Uh, I know. Uh, um, at Iowa Debris. On, uh, you know, Insta, Twitter, and uh, if I do, like, live shows and stuff, I, I post them there. Perfect. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Um, I'll see you on the next app of Nicole's Grey's Anatomy. Psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.